Time to traipse across. Can you traipse across sea? I don't know. Time to traipse across the Tasman, where hopefully we'll find Peter Lusted, who will answer that question and many more about the state of Australian sport. Can you see traipse, Peter? And welcome. I probably can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you look. Let's say you can. Uh, and let's traipse. Let's uh, let's talk about Aussie sport. Let's do this. Adam Scott, uh, not the man of the hour, the Tower of Power, but involved in uh, a wonderful end to the PGA Championship. No doubt about that, Peter. Yeah, and uh, to put it in some some context, it's it's amazing how uh, quickly he's done and, and come to do so well in this tournament. Of course, uh, Adam Scott's got a huge name in golf, former world number one, has won the Masters, but uh, you probably haven't heard much of him in the last few years because he's been really struggling essentially since uh, 2016 when the anchoring ban came in for putting. Uh, so much has his sort of decline been in that the uh, the PGA actually had to give him a, a special invite for him to play in this tournament because he didn't qualify through, through the normal means of which he can. So uh, put it in within that and uh, and look, he was, uh, what, the 14th? He was tied uh, with Kafka for the lead. So, uh, you know, it would have been this amazing comeback. Uh, sadly for him, uh, the last uh, four holes, par, par, par and bogey, and uh, and he finished third, uh, three shots off the lead uh, eventually. Um, but look, and look, he said, look, mentally, I probably wasn't really prepared to be that close at that stage. So, uh, um, you know, essentially because of how far he sort of dropped off. But um, great for him to be able to get back and, and get close to that. And uh, and some of the demons which have been with the putter, uh, look, there were still some problems there. There was a, you know, a clutch six footer on the seventeenth, which he uh, you know he couldn't drain and, and that sort of really uh, sealed the deal for him but um there were some good signs with the putter and uh, and and he's always got the driver um you know working so hopefully we can start to see a bit of a um a bit of a renaissance for him and so the the swing because I was thinking about that when I was watching him putt because he's got he can't anchor it anymore can he but he still uses that broomstick concept he's got to kind of hang it out the front of him so he's had to completely remodel or rework out how he goes about his putting which could I'd expect it to be bloody difficult peter Oh yeah, and look, it's such a you know we're, this isn't just you know some hacker on the weekend. You know we're talking the absolute top level. Uh, and look, it's been a, a couple of years of experimentation for him. Right now, he's actually got two putters in the bag. He uses a, a short putter, putter for long putts and a long putter for short putts. Uh, if you follow that, yeah. Uh, and so he has to sort of change it up. Uh, that's what he's been trying to do recently. There was even some sort of questions because, uh, as you say, he's still using the long part of a some part. Some people are saying, look, it does look a lot like he's anchoring. Um, so there were some queries through the tournament as well. But uh, he is working on that, uh, and it has been a process. I mean, um, on most of the uh, the PGA Tour stats, he's outside the top 200 in most of the putting categories. So clearly it's not something he's uh, he's got totally working for him. And look, there was some advantage in this tournament uh, at you know, pretty big greens, and there was a bit of rain, so they were sort of slower greens as well, and that did help him. Um, but, you know, look, for his mentality to be able to hit back, uh, you know, so strong, this wasn't just a top 10 finish, he was right in the running. Um, you know, hopefully this this can, you know, start to, we know golf is such a mental game and if he can start to find whatever combination works for him, uh, we know he's just uh, such a fantastic driver of the ball. You know, the rest of his game is, is very good. So, uh, and he's got the mentality to win the big tournament. So, you know, if he can finally just get that, that last piece, 
um, then maybe we can see him, you know, right back amongst um, you know, the leaders again and, and back up near that world number one. Aussie correspondent Peter Luster did joining the program. Uh, there was some stunning league over the weekend, some really weird results from Thursday night on. And I suppose when you look at uh, what happened with the Broncos and North Queensland, that was strange, even stranger what the Eels managed to get up and do uh, to St George. But yeah. at, the, at the top of the table, there was some, also some pretty scintillating clashes, weren't there, when you look at uh, some of those better run teams? Yeah, and, and yesterday was uh, was a really interesting game, but it was uh, weird as well. I mean, Melbourne made mistakes that you probably wouldn't see them, you know, make once in a season. They seemed to make four or five of them in the same game. There was uh, a hit up on the last tackle, and they were forty metres out. Uh, Cameron Smith had a couple of shockers with some of his kicks, yeah. and also they considered two tries. Basically, Sharks players just having a dart from dummy half ten metres out. And the, the markers were nowhere to be seen. So. Uh, just stuff that doesn't happen with Melbourne. And if you could see a couple of times they crossed to Craig Bellamy, he would have destroyed the store in the sheds. He was uh, he was going crazy. So it looked quite strange for Melbourne to put up that performance, first of all, because we know they are so professional. But also, last week they lost to South Sydney. You think, look, they're going to be up for this one, A, because of that, and B, because the Sharks are a team that had you know a fair bit of spite with and, uh, and lost some games over the years to quite a few. Of course, the big grand final as well so um, a strange one for the storm um, coming at this time of the year and after that match and Bellamy said at the end of the game he said uh, look some of these guys are going to have to show that they really want it because uh, they're not right now and if they don't we'll get someone else in uh, I think the mind the, the question remains as well over the seven as well they've had three players have tried to fill Cooper Cronk's shoes this season obviously that's always going to be tough Jerome Hughes is the latest uh, who's more of a fullback normally and has been doing a pretty good job but uh, you notice in their play Cameron Smith now goes to first receiver a lot more especially um, in the opposition's red zone when they're right on attack um, Smith will probably keep doing that but whether Hughes is giving them what they want in regards to a kicking game is mainly a ball runner uh, I'm sure they're going to have to have a look at that as well but um, queries on Melbourne the Sharks though Geez, it was a real Cronulla performance. They uh, they just got there on defence. The way they defended their line was uh, that's the sort of stuff, obviously, that wins big games. And, and look, they should be. I mean, they've got. I look for this. So they've got nine players who played at rep level at Origin or Australian level. You know, they stacked that side. They, they know how to win the big games, and uh, and they did that there. And that was a, a real Sharks performance. And that I think gives them still a chance to you know to do something when they can they can play like that in big games. Um, so I think we learned a fair bit there. There's a, a few queries over the storm. We know they'll be there, there or thereabouts. I mean, they played so badly and only still lost by four points to Cronulla. So they'll come back, but um, you know, just a few question marks for them over the next few weeks. And coming up this weekend, uh, return to international rugby, uh, where the Wallabies and the All Blacks get to have a crack at each other over there as well. Bledslow Cup action this weekend. Any thoughts over that over there? Anyone care? <laughs> oh, we do care because we're favourites, Darth. Ah! Aging red hot favourites, according to uh, according to your mob. Steve Hansen apparently knows something that um, the uh, 25 million people in Australia don't. Uh, but uh, we'll take it. Uh, look, you know, we're hoping that uh, they'll be able to, you know, jag a few wins. Um, they've looked to rectify a few things. Uh, I think you could see it last year and in a few of the years when Australian teams haven't been in. Uh, you know the the final or the, the latter stages of Super Rugby, then they've they've often got lapped in that first game because they've just sort of been trading for a few weeks. So they've tried to rectify that with the trial game they had 
not this weekend, but the weekend before, to try to keep them uh, at a higher level. Uh, it remains to be seen, you know, what that does for them. Of course, the, the Tars players did make you know, the semi-final, so there is that, and they will have a lot of players in the Australian team. So that'll be interesting to see how that play out. Probably the few other main points is some of the injury news, which is great. Uh, Hooper is free to play, as is Scott Sear and Dane Halepetti, so they've all been ticked off. And one of the interesting ones as well is who's going to play outside centre uh, because, of course, Karevi and Kurandrani are injured. It's going to be Reese Hodge. And that's, uh, look, he's been playing fly half all year. That's going to be, it's a tough position to defend, as we know. So uh, that'll be a really interesting point to see uh, how the All Blacks uh, go about that. I saw Rico Ioane scored what, four tries in your trial. So uh, I think uh, that would have definitely uh, gone noticed uh, in the Wallabies camp. Um, and I'm sure they'll target Hodge and, uh, and you know, as he's fairly green in that position. But uh, that'll be one point to watch as, uh, as, look, there will be many. It's uh, it's always save it over here. And um, even though we obviously haven't had that much uh, success, there's always the hope that maybe this year and uh, having won the last game, a bit more optimism. Um, although clearly, you know, the All Blacks will be um, red-hot favourites. And on that note, we get out of here. Peter Lustard, as always, thank you. Catch you again same time next Monday. Thanks, Dave.